Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Reed Wallach, BetQL is where you could find him. Reed, what's going on tonight? Hey, what do you want? Fellas, how we doing? Like I, I Christmas like to say, Day, Merry Reed. Christmas. This, Christmas this, this Day, counts. baby. This, this is this is the real opener for me. This is football season. I won't count Nebraska Illinois opener last week. This is it right now. I did uh, hey, I did hit Illinois on the money line though, but but still, oh, was, that was like my Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, this is the this is the real start of the season. But for what I'm on tonight, I got NC State with you guys. I got 18, but I think that the way they, I think they're going to roll tonight, they just look like the far superior side. They're stacking the box. They just look like they're going to run woodshed on this South Florida team. And then I got kicking off in a few minutes, Western Kentucky. I've been on this show and telling you guys, I love Bailey Zappi from Houston Baptist and the Western Kentucky air raid offense. I think that they're going to dominate an FCS opponent, Tennessee Martin. Um, it's a deep spread, but if you could find a team total over on Western Kentucky, I think that they're going to just put up a monster number tonight. It's in like the high thirties. I think that they're going for at least 45 tonight. Wow, I might actually play that Western Kentucky game. Actually, if that's still available, I know you know those lines are always you know those markets are a little tighter with what's getting released, so I'm not sure. But I do think Western Kentucky is gonna you know make this look easy against uh, Tennessee Martin. Yeah, I wanted to take uh, North Carolina Central last week against Alcorn. I couldn't <laughs> find it at BetMGM. The only the only line at BetMGM did not have, so I ended up just telling my buddy Bet Five, and I lost. Um, <laughs> uh, Reed, with this upcoming game between Minnesota and uh, Ohio State, number one, how do you see this game going? Do they cover? I think right now Ohio State uh, is fifteen and a half uh, point favorites right now in this one. But of course, a lot of people like my counterpart here on Minnesota to keep it close. And also, can you just give me a, a what's your read on Ohio State this year? A lot of changes in a lot of different places, specifically the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, listen, Ohio State is Ohio State. They're they're still going to be in the college football playoff conversation. C.J. Stroud is a highly touted recruit. He's legit. There's no doubt about it. And he's really backed up because it's wide receiver you there at Ohio State. Chris Olave's back. I mean, they have a loaded receiving core. So it's going to be easy for Stroud to get acclimated quickly. Of course, Minnesota on the road, that's not an easy first game. But the growing pains won't be as obvious for your typical you know, first-year starter coming in when you have these receivers that he's throwing to and a vaunted offensive line that Ohio State brings back. As for tonight, I, I'm, I like Minnesota to hang around in this one. I don't see it being a blowout early. Maybe I lean towards Minnesota first half. I know the game's about to start, so in terms of pregame betting, that's not, you know, as, um, you know, it's as uh, relevant now. But right. maybe Minnesota sticks close early, maybe in Ohio State second half when Ryan Day sees what's going to work. Minnesota brings back a lot on defense, so I think that they come out motivated with P.J. Fleck getting the boys ready. Yeah, you know, Tanner Morgan is what he is. I think they might be able to run the football. I don't know about that, actually. You know, Ohio State has a completely new linebacker core, but, I mean, their front four Bro, their is front solid. Their front four is sick, man. Exactly, and their secondary as well. Uh, Ohio Michael State Garrett's to score the first. going to get drafted, and so is Zach Harrison. I mean, everybody in Ohio State most likely will get drafted, yes. especially the defensive <laughs> ends. We know that. I mean, you replace Nick Bosa with Chase Young. It's it's like now like pass rusher you. I love you. Ohio <laughs> State to score the first touchdown tonight over at BetMGM minus 150. You could take Minnesota to win the game by one to six points, and you're getting plus 1,000 over there. Uh, Reed, anything that you like as far as Saturday? You know, we got some of the bigger matchups, obviously, Clemson and Georgia. 
Um, and even Sunday, you got Florida State and uh, my squad, Notre Dame, although I had to go with Florida State and the points, man. Yeah, I'm on you. I'm on it with you. Florida State with the points. I think that a little a little too much. And this is a Notre Dame team. I mean, I went to Wisconsin. I've seen Jack Cohn. Yes, he has the weapons. Yeah. Uh, Michael Meyer, the tight end, they love him there. He's probably going to be a future first-round prospect. But seven and a half for me, That I, I think with – if it is Mackenzie Milton, I think that they're going to go back and forth. I think Florida State could hang around in that one. I got a few plays I could – I'll go, I guess, one at a time on Saturday. Um, my favorite probably, Nevada, catching three and a half against Cal. Nice. Listen, Nevada's got the best quarterback in this game. They got Carson Trunk. It's probably going to be a first-round pick this spring. They have another air raid-like offense with Romeo Dobbs on the outside, and they have a solid running back in um, Tawa. They're, he's a returning running back, so – Listen, Nevada's offense is going to be able to get out and uh, score. They're going to put up a number on Cal's defense, which they're known for. I still think, though, that Nevada, they might be too much for Chase Garbers in the Cal offense. While Cal might be able to hang around, I just I trust Carson Strong to keep this close and honestly win the game. Like, if Nevada's going to get to 28, 30 points, I don't think Cal's going to be able to match that output. So I like Nevada catching the three and a, uh, three and a half right now. And then one game the other way, a road favorite, I think I'm going to bet LSU. This is hitting two and a half now. Let's go! Everyone loves UCLA after That's last week, but they, they, they faced an undermanned Mountain West, bottom-tier Mountain West opponent in Hawaii. This is a different breed here, LSU coming in. And now that's hitting two and a half, and all the sentiments on UCLA after they just, what was it, 44 to 10? I, I kind of leaned LSU to begin with, and now that this number's inside of a field goal, I'm going to play the Tigers they, they got the size on the line. They got the secondary to shut down DTR and make this a run-heavy game for UCLA, which maybe they want to do that. But, again, LSU is going to win at the line of scrimmage. And I think that this is going to be a lower-scoring defensive struggle. And give me LSU something like 24-17, you know, something like that, where LSU wins this game by, you know, a little more than a field goal. I love that. I love that pick. I've been thinking about hopping on LSU as well, especially because all I've heard is how UCLA is going to keep it close. Anything that's, that you, what that's what I'm saying. Anything that you love in this game between um, um, Clemson and Georgia? I mean, I'm I'm on Clemson. Um, and excuse me, I'm on the under in that one. Was it 52 and a half is what we got it at, Ryan? Yeah, I think it's down to like 50. It's now, down to man. 50 now. But I, one play that I did make in that one, I haven't chosen a side yet, but I'm on the under. Um, what do you think about the underplay in that game? And also any pick that you have in terms of side? Okay, so let me try and tell you on this play. I've told you guys I love Clemson this year. Yes, you have. And listen, there, there are COVID rumors going around with Clemson and Georgia, both sides. So I guess if you want to wait this out, sure. But when Clemson hit three, I played Clemson. Uh, in my opinion, they're the best team in the country. Yeah. And what it really comes down to is this Georgia secondary. And look, they're still amazing. I'm not saying that this is a bad Georgia secondary. But it's, a little, it's relatively green. They got All-American transfer from West Virginia and Tyke Smith. He's out. George is a little banged up at wide receiver also, and their tight end, Darnell Washington, he's going to be out also. So I think if Clemson's able to establish the run, which is going to be a key, Dabo Sweeney said he loves multiple running backs to replace ETN, um, Lynn J. Dixon, and the freshman Will Shipley. If they're able to establish the run and play from ahead of the sticks, easier said than done, I think DJ Gugalale is going to be able to find the holes. We've seen him play college playoff caliber teams on the road against Notre Dame. I think Clemson does enough in a defensive struggle, similar to this LSU game. I could see Clemson win this one, maybe 27-14. I think Georgia's going to be in trouble against Brent Vanables and his revamped and loaded 
defense that brings back 85% returning production this year. Reed, I have a plan because I'm with you on Clemson. Like it. if I have to make a if I have to make a national champion pick right now, I'm going with Clemson. I think DJ's going to have a monster year, but honestly, I think Georgia's a live dog and I mean they're three and a half point dogs or three now depending where you're mm-hmm. looking. But still, man, what I want to happen is I want Georgia to win that game and then I want to jump and I want to get a better price on Clemson. That What do you think about that strategy right there? Now again, Okay, I I definitely like that because here's the thing. If either of these teams lose, it's not going to change their outlook on the season. Right. We've seen one loss teams. And again, this is by no means a bad loss. So I wouldn't take either team out of the college football playoff running. If they lose this game, this is not a winner go home scenario. Of course, though, if Clemson is to win, you're never seeing, what is it? Plus three fifty, maybe plus 400. You're ne- you're never – that's gone because Clemson's going to run the table in the regular season. There's a class in the ACC where Georgia, they got it. They're in a, a, there's more pressure on them because if they lose again, then their season's probably over in terms of the college football playoff. So I do like what you're saying, and I think Georgia has a chance in this game. I just think Clemson's that good. I think that they're going to have them covered everywhere. And I don't think it's a hot take. I think DJ Ogungalala is better than JT Daniels. I do, too. I just think he is. I do, too. And I think, I think he's going to show up in this game. We've I do, too. him do it against Notre Dame. Let's, hey, let's stick with the quarterbacks real quick because obviously everybody's all aboard the uh, Spencer Rattler uh, hype train. But we got to remember, like last year, not only was he benched, but he turned the ball over 10 times in three games. I mean, they lost to Kansas State last year. And I'm not saying that he's not going to have a monster season. I won't be surprised if he wins the Heisman. But I'm looking at one team, and I absolutely love Sam Howell. I think there's a good chance maybe he's the first quarterback taken. But how is North Carolina the ninth-ranked team in the country? Yeah, it's this offense. And another play I made was North Carolina team total over 34 and a half. I do like that. And why I'm not playing North Carolina with the sixes, you are going to Blacksburg. It is a tough place to play. It's week one on the road. I'm not as sold on laying the points because UNC, while their defense should be better this year, there are, you know, they struggled last year. And for example, they were at home last year against Virginia Tech. They were up 21-0 early. It ended up being a 56-45 to game. It was an absolute shootout. Yeah. So, from a spread perspective, I'm not – like maybe a, if you want to put them in a teaser, you want to load up on favorites and put North Carolina in as kind of a, one of the shorter ones. I like that. I think they win this game. But I think for Virginia Tech to win, they got to put points up. This, this game has to be similar to that 56-45 type of game. So, my, the angle I took was North Carolina team total over because how is that good? The entire offensive line is back, yeah. and they still have weapons. They lost some guys, but they still have weapons, and they love this kid down that receiver. I think North Carolina is able to break 40 again. Win or lose, they break 40. Reed, any other plays that the people should know about from you this weekend, and even going forward to NFL Week 1, which I cannot wait for the NFL to start as well. Uh, this this college football definitely wets the whistle a little bit, but when the NFL <laughs> starts, I'm all over it. One play I did have was um, – I took San Francisco to cover six and a half against Detroit. Um, I think mm-hmm. San Francisco is just way better, and I don't care about the, oh, Jimmy G is not the confident quarterback because Trey Lance, don't want to hear it. Okay, <laughs> Jimmy G is a freaking stud if he's healthy, and that's all that matters. Any NFL plays you have or anything else in college football that you want to touch on? Uh, college football, another underdog that I like. I'm going to find a way to play the money line. Maybe I'll throw, you know, a, like a money line underdog round robin, and I'll be tweeting all this stuff, you know, all weekend. But – UTSA, the line's coming down against Illinois, but again, this is fade that narrative of Illinois getting that win last week. UTSA is legit. They hung around with ULL or Louisiana Lafayette last year. They bring back basically the entire offense and defense. So I like UTSA at Illinois as a live dog on the money line. Just take the money line. 
Forget the points, take the money line. So I like UTSA there. And if we're talking NFL, I'm starting to build my card out a little bit. I've made a few plays from early lines. Listen, I played Buffalo minus six and a half. I know that line's going to sound a little, you know, too big. I like that too. I, I, just, I can't get into Pittsburgh this year. And I think Buffalo, they're going to come out red hot. They, I know they have a lot of hype, but six and a half at home, I think they win this one by, you know, 10, maybe two touchdowns. I, I think Buffalo's the real deal this year. And I just don't know how to feel about this Pittsburgh offense. So give me the Buffalo laying the six and a half. And next time I'm on, I'll have a much more uh, complete list for my plays on uh, week one Sunday. Reed, we only got literally like 30 seconds. Just tell me if you think this is a trap. I'm all over the raging Cajuns to cover the eight against Texas. I just, I don't think Texas should be favored by eight points, but I feel like it's a trap. I like the under more than the points. Who would you lean? I, Texas? I, I kind of lean Texas, but I, that's, I'm not going to play Texas at all. If I touch anything, it'd be the under. Yeah, man. No Sam Ellinger after like 50. It seems like he was there for 25 years. New coaching staff. All right. Thanks, man. We'll have you on again here soon. I want to talk some college football. Thank you, Reed. Guys, thanks. Have a good, for, have a good week one. Thanks, man. That's Reed Wallet. Catches work with BetQL. O- always giving out uh, five-star plays. Five-star plays. Five-star.